Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. We are breaking the yokes today, <laughs> Christian Car Guys show. No more walking on eggshells around here. Yes, we are yoke breaking, but I'm really not talking about eggs. I am talking about car debt and perhaps some other yokes that you might be familiar with. These are yokes we need to break. And, and actually, years ago, when God called me to do this radio show, one of the things he put on my heart, he said, Robbie, I want you to talk about what breaks your heart and what breaks my heart. And when I was in the car business, every day I would sit there and folks would come in and they'd have a three or $400 a month car payment. And they go, oh, I need this new TV in my van, or I need those electric sliding doors, or I need that trunk lid that comes down automatically. And, and I would watch them fall for it and go from a $400 a month car payment to a $600 a month car payment or whatever the situation may be, going further and further into that yoke. And quite often, then those accessories that they spent so much money on wouldn't function the way they want. And you talk about an upset person. When their TV doesn't work, when they're spending $600 a month. I mean, it, it, it. and so my question <laughs> today that I would love you to call in and share is what's the worst accessory bait you ever bid on? In other words, did you go for that push button transmission? <laughs> what was it that, man, I got to have this show, this car, because it had this. And then it just ended up to be a turkey. I would love to hear your yoke that you stepped into. 866-348-7884. I had a friend on Facebook actually post it was curb feelers. That got him. <laughs> 866-348-7884. And for me, I have to say this show, I have never anticipated what God was going to do with the show more than I anticipated what he was going to do with this show because a month ago, I got a text from my good buddy who's always on the fourth Saturday of every month, Bob Young, that he was sick and he couldn't make it. Could I have his son on instead? Rob Young, who I knew well, is 26-year-old young man, wonderful man, a smile you would never, ever forget to see it. And I said, sure, but little did I know this was a divine appointment that God had for us on the Christian Car Guy show that 12 days after that, um, Bob would find his 26-year-old son um, on the floor of his trailer, and later that day he would die. And We've been through the funeral, and, and, and one of the things I asked Bob immediately is, do you want to do the show on the fourth Saturday of the month like you always do? And he said, absolutely, Rob, Robbie, I wouldn't miss it. And he has done all these things, I guess, to show how Jesus has worked through his son's life, how he's worked through his life. And, and Bob is going to share with us today on the show. He's here with us in the studio. And uh, Bob, it's so great to have you here. Brother, it's a little tough, but uh, I wouldn't have missed it for the world. Uh, every day of my son's life, I tried to do everything I could for him. And uh, I just don't want to fall short now. Uh, listening to him on the show a month ago, 
I was pretty sure I was never going to get to come back on the show because uh, he just hit it out of the park. He spoke so knowledgeably about the cars. And uh, and his testimony just made my heart, my heart soar like an eagle. And I was just so proud. And I was pretty sure that you were going to try to make sure that I was sick every... <laughs> every four saturday because the young man had just done such a great job with it and uh there's just so much pressing on my heart right now and it's it amazed me uh the young man that drove up from florida and was here within 13 hours after rob's death to uh assist me and, and drive me around and uh you know give me a best friend perspective on all the arrangements and plans uh mr robert conley he didn't really know that today was uh, radio day, and uh, 10 minutes ago, he gave me a phone call and, and just told me about how on fire he was about getting back home and uh, and getting some things going about uh, the Lord has touched his heart through this and many, many, many hearts, and uh, we just refuse to uh, let this be a totally negative thing. There's so much, many positives that can come from it, and yeah, it's tragic we lost that boy. But, uh, you know, we're just going to take it and uh, lift it up and make it all it can be and see if we can break a few more yokes while we're doing this. Yeah, a little later in the show, we will play that soundbite um, that we have, that little two minutes there that Rob shared his testimony. And certainly also today, if you have a word for Bob or you want to share something with him that may encourage him, please call. He would love to hear from you. I would love to hear from you with any yoke that you want to break. 866-348-7884. This is a live show. We would love to hear from you. We have lines open, 866-348-7884. Then at the bottom of the hour, we have our good friend Andy, and he's on track this week with a young man (laughs) with Timothy Cup Ministries. You're going to love to hear about the Pinewood Derby events that are going on at NASCAR tracks all around the country. That's really cool. That's coming up at the bottom of the hour. And then... At the end of the show, in our appraisal by the Real Black Book, that's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure. Cry out for discernment. Lift up our voice for understanding. Fasting in January just kind of go together for many folks. And interestingly, that's why we are breaking yokes on today's show. According to Isaiah 58, if we could break that yoke off of anyone, we'd be fasting. What? Does that make any sense? Breaking yokes is fasting? Well... We're going to help, and we're going to be studying that coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by The Real Black Book. This is a live show today, and again, you know, call in with anything that you may have, and we have all this stuff at the website, the On Track with Andy, the Timothy Cup, Jesus Labor, Love, Free Car Repair for Single Moms and Widows, Wisdom of the Wounded by Karen Mulder, of course, podcast or previous show, and that two-minute soundbite from Rob are, are all there at, at christiancarguy.com, and you know, Bob, it's 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 a tough day. It's a tough day, but it's a glorious day. Uh, I've been touched by by all the events, all the outpouring of love and everything. And uh, you know, people ask, "Is there anything I can do?" You know, and uh, at first I was just like numb, and I couldn't think anything. You know, I was like, uh, you know, just love me and pray for me, and and hold our family up, hold all his friends up, and just you know, there's just you know, so much, so much going on in our lives right now. But then I finally got focused and, and I tried to think of what would Rob tell me he wanted them to do. And, uh, we put it in his obituary to send, uh, please, uh, 
contribute, donate to the Winston-Salem Rescue Mission. And uh, you'll hear me shouting out and singing their praises for, for quite some time. They have a, a farm up in Yadkin County. It's called Alpha Acres. And uh, Rob had an issue with drugs for uh, a large portion of his life. And uh, he had uh, nine shoulder dislocations and uh, four surgeries in three and a half years. And uh, as a result of that, you know, there were some painkillers involved, and he developed an opiate, an opiate addiction. And, uh, you know, he struggled with that, and that's what finally took him out. But uh, there's just so much great things, so many great things that happened to him while he was at the farm, you know. And Jesus broke that yoke because Rob accepted Christ at the farm, was, was baptized right there, not, uh, not, what, two months ago? Three uh, months ago. I can't give you the exact date, but uh, it was in uh, October, wasn't it? Uh, September, I believe. Early September is when he was baptized. He he called me and said, "Dad, you need to come up to church today." It was the first Sunday I could go and uh, and uh, visit him at at the church they attended. And uh, went up, and we were sitting there, and then all of a sudden he disappeared. And I'm like, well, "Where'd he go? Where's he at? Where's he at?" And then I saw him up there in the baptism pool, and I was like, "Wow." This is pretty cool, you know, because, yeah. you know, he accepted the Lord while he was there at the farm. And uh, Brother Luke Money, I love you, uh, but Rob lost his life, but you helped save his soul. And uh, all of this happened as a result of the, the works of the Winston-Salem Rescue Mission. And it's the rock I'm standing on, folks. Uh, it's the only way I can breathe. It's the only way I can carry on. It's the only way I can put one foot in front of the other. It's because I know that he's in heaven with my mom and dad. And there's just so many things that happened, you know, just thing after thing after thing just lined up. The Sunday after his death, we were trying to figure out whether we should go to church or not. You know, is it too early to be at church? Will I be able to keep myself together? But it just, it was just laid on me. You have to go to church. You have to go to church. You must go to church. I don't know if it was Rob or mom or god or who slapping me in the head but it, there was knots on my head and uh because i was told i had to go to church that day and i get to church and the first song that we were uh involved with they had the words up on the screen and it says a thousand times i have failed still your mercy remains and though i stumble again still i'm caught in your grace and it just was robbed just screaming to me dad i made it i'm in heaven don't worry Stay tuned. When I cannot stand, I'll fall on you. Jesus, you're my hope and stay. breaking yokes today on the christian car guy show we're not walking on eggshells there's a lot of yokes that need to be broken some sins that we fall into like car debt but there's other ones that are addictions and things like that that unfortunately have a huge toll 
on life. But fortunately, we serve a Savior who's out there to break those yokes. And uh, it, it's amazing how we see that. And we, we saw that in the life of Rob Young there in the last few months of his life. And we, we had promised to play this soundbite. If you were listening to the first segment, you heard that Rob went to be with the Lord on January 9th. But on December 28th, um, this is what Rob had to share on a Christian Car Guy show. And when I look at my young Christian junkyard guy, Rob Young, he wows me because I know how God's worked in his life. And if you take a minute, it was all about all we got, Rob, and share how God's, what God's been doing in your life. Well, um, I would say the other day I was uh, hauling a car down 421 South, and um, the truck I was in started, um, the turbo went bad in it. So here I am, broke down on the side of the road, I just picked up my first car. There was a lot of uh, people waiting on me to get where I was going, and my trucks broke down. There's clouds of smoke. Two fire engines are out there, and um, and it's just this really big scene. And it really, it reminded me of my life before my coming to Christ. How how big of a wreck everything was, and I never really was able to accept God's will for my life. But once I I, I came to know Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, uh, and, and accepted God's will for my life. Um, I, I, I have been, uh, blessed with, with knowledge, you know, being able to acknowledge these beautiful things and, uh, and the, the trees are clapping and the, the mountains are singing. That is for sure. Yeah. It's just like that in our own life. As, as Jesus is put in there as the capstone, we begin to see things that just had, we'd missed it before. We'd missed it before. Like as I was at that funeral of the, of the, um, missionary this week and I could hear the stories and here that somebody played the shofar and it just wowed me on what God had done with her life that I, I would have missed it if the capstone hadn't been in place and the trees hadn't started clapping their hands. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, it takes a, a clapping tree to get us to, uh, to realize what we're missing out on, you know? So yesterday, last night, about four thirty, I get a text from my good buddy, Bob at one Oh nine, that he had come down with the weather. What I consider his son. I was so thrilled to have my new young Christian junkyard guy with me here today. Rob, I am so grateful for you being here with us today. I really, really am. I'm really grateful for the opportunity. Thanks for having me, Robbie. Bob, that um, soundbite I know has to be phenomenally difficult to listen to in some ways, but that passage became a, a, a big point of hope for a lot of folks, the trees clapping their hands. A lot of folks, and uh, I got to mention right now, Rob's girlfriend, Nikki, uh, came to see me the other day, and she had a Build-A-Bear from uh, the Build-A-Bear place, and uh, she gave it to me, and I hugged it, and it had its little birth certificate and everything, and uh, I mashed the little button on the hand, and there's Rob's voice with uh, those words from that that segment right there about the uh, acknowledging the beauty and the trees. So the Build-A-Bear was actually talking. <laughs> yeah. It's the little bear right. was saying the hands were shaking when you, when you, yeah, when you, when yeah, you, when you, I, you know, the exact, you know, it's, it's from your show and uh, the exact words. And so they were able and to take that, that, that MP3 Nikki, and put Nikki, it in the end. Nikki did that for me. She got one for her. She got one for her son, Zane, who Rob loves so dearly. And she got one for me. And uh, it's, it's in my bedroom, and uh, I had it sitting up on the bed uh, so I don't have to kill my dog for eating 
My Build-A-Bear. <laughs> I love that dog. Uh, you and might he have... chews up a lot of stuff, but if he ever got a hold of that, uh, I've told Lori that uh, there'll be a quick hole in that. <laughs> well, you, uh, may, you, a... may, you may have a yoke that you're dealing with or something that you want to share with Bob. We would love for you to call in. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. We're breaking yokes. We're not walking on eggshells today. We got Larry is in Snow Camp, North Carolina. Larry, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Well, it's it's, it's, it's kind of tough, Larry, but God is doing something, you know? Well, he sure is. Um, Bob, we were there, Joyce and I, for your son's funeral, and we were so touched by what was said. But my son-in-law, Mike, actually was with you on part of that Dangerous Heart weekend, and he told me something that I thought maybe you would really appreciate and love. He said, I was watching as Bob's son come running across the room one day and hugged his dad. And he said, he said I saw a relationship between a, a father and son that I very seldom ever see, how well they connected together. And he said he remembers praying with you guys that night. And to realize just how much your son loved you, but really how much he loved the Lord too. Brother, I thank you for that. And there was never any doubt about our love for each other. And uh, we hugged each other at least once a day and sometimes 10 times a day and told each other we loved each other. And uh, the very last, uh, on the 8th, I was going to Chip Webb, uh, a former pastor at our church uh, who had really worked some Uh, great things in Rob's life but his father had passed away and I was leaving to go to the memorial service and uh, Rob knew I was leaving to go there and he come up and he grabbed me and he hugged me and he said you give Chip Webb my very best dad and I love you and I'll see you in the morning I said I love you too son just as we did every day I mean we made it a point to grab each other and hug each other and and I'm not talking just an hug I'm talking about we grabbed (laughs) each other and, and we really hugged each other and I just always wanted to do that because you never know when that last one is. And uh, and that that day when he was telling me to give Chip his best was, was our last embrace. Uh, All right. Uh, well, we got to go to another break. We would love to hear from you, 866-348-7884. When we come back, we got on track with Andy. We're going to go out to NASCAR for a while, then we'll be back with Bob some more and share some yoke breaking. And thank you, Larry. I appreciate you. Okay, love you too. Bye bye. One little spark of inspiration is at the heart of all creation. Right at the start of everything that's new. One little spark lights up for you. Imagination is an amazing thing, and I am often wowed by. The imagination that God gives folks, and the, the reason why I use that particular, if you've ever ridden the ride at, um, at Epcot, that's, <laughs> you, might rec- you might recognize Figment there singing. But anyway, the reason I use that is that we have our On Track with Andy segment, and this gentleman has found a way to reach out to kids, and it, it, it's just too cool to see how God's at work at NASCAR in so many different ways when people just let their imaginations go with, God, where would you have me go with this? So we're back on track with Andy here. Well, Robbie, welcome back to another segment of On Track with Andy. It's a special treat for us this week. We're actually checking in with a very unique 
ministry that takes place at several different NASCAR tracks. And I have on the phone here with me today Dwight Sisk, who is the founder of Timothy Cup Ministries. Well, Dwight, tell, tell us what Timothy Cup Ministries is and how you got started with that. Timothy Cup Ministries, we go to different racetracks across the nation, and we do Pinewood Derby racing with the kids in the campgrounds of the fans. We take in a wooden Pinewood Derby car. We furnish paints, markers for them to color them the way they want to. Um, they have the opportunity to paint on Fridays and Saturday mornings, and we race the cars on Saturday afternoon, usually after the nationwide race or truck race, whichever happens to be that day. During their time at our ministry site, we have the opportunity to share with them and their families and as we share with them that Jesus loves them. So so what happens here, Dwight, is you guys actually have a, a regulation-style Pinewood Derby track that uh, that you bring out, and, it, and it's in conjunction with what Raceway Ministries does for the kids and the families that spend the weekend camping there. Is that right? Yes, sir. We, we set up with the Raceway Ministry team at, the, at, that, at that track, whether it be Talladega, Atlanta, or Kansas, uh, among others, that does this. And we work with their group and help them run this particular program so that the kids will have something to enjoy while they're there. We divide the kids up into groups by age. At the end of the day on Saturday, we have prizes for the kids and it's for best looking in their age group. And then it, after we race all the cars in one big group, we have prizes for first, second, and third that we give them at the end of the race. Yeah, and I, I have actually experienced this something on several occasions, really, and um, I've actually seen some pretty good crowds show up there. Do I like what's 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 the typical participation? Oh, Atlanta in the fall race is a big event for them over there with their ministry team. We usually have anywhere from seventy five to a hundred cars painted and we'll have sometimes usually two to two hundred and fifty people show up for the race. Yeah, well, like I said, I, I've seen that several times and uh I also have seen uh sometimes followed up with a with a gospel movie or some kind of storytelling time. And uh, so, really, it, it ends up being a great outreach, doesn't it? Yes, sir. We, uh, I've been, I've been doing this since around year 2000, 2001 is when we got started. We usually, have some type of a devotional before the race on Saturday, Talladega for the last couple of races. We've had a guy come down from Kentucky that has, does little magic tricks, and he shares the gospel using the tricks, showing people that you know the love of Jesus, that he died for him on the cross, and that that they have the opportunity to believe in him. Andy, if I could jump in, I, I was just sitting there listening to White, and I am wondering if there is one particular story that you might share where you just went, man, this is why God has me doing this. I guess uh, the, I guess that would be a Kentucky story because we do hot wheel racing up there. We have a hot wheel track. We also we don't have a lot of time with the kids. So up there, I formed a friendship with a couple. We... I kept in touch with them throughout the year. She had some heart issues, had some other problems. And I guess the thing that touched me is I was able to visit and share with them over about a three or four year period. And in the uh, year 2011, I shared with them and, and all, while we were there, we were able to see them at the June race. In August, he called me to, that she had passed away. And, and then I wound up doing both of their funerals. In a, a four-month period in Cincinnati, Ohio, and it, it was able to be able to share with them and talk to them, form a friendship, and then not having any idea that within a four-month period I would do both of their funerals. 
as they had passed away. She died for natural reasons, and he had a had a car wreck. But that was that. That's the one that sticks in my mind of being able to share and talk to people and be there for them when they needed us. You know, Robbie, as I as I'm listening here is Dwight and his stories and all these ministers that we focus on, they all come back to just another another way that God uses some part of the racing world or some little component to connect personally with people. And, uh, you know, as you know, Robbie, that's a big part of why we're doing this segment, just to just to allow people to see the things that God uses, the tools and the relationships that happen inside the racetracks. And, and in, in this case with Dwight, like we'd love to have people check out his website. It's timothycup.com. So, uh, yeah, if, uh, if anybody's interested in getting involved, working with the kids and, and helping to steer and give some guidance or have skills like that with Pinewood Derby cars, this is just another great way to get involved and uh, support some of the ministries that happen around the track. Probably it for today, and we'll go back to you, Robbie. Yeah, I am more than blessed by that story, uh, Dwight, and I can't help but note <laughs> that we seem to be going after the kids, but the with the kids come the parents and, and an opportunity for God to show up in so many different ways. What an honor to, to hear what you're doing and what a blessing, Andy, you, you got friends all over the place, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dwight's a good one there. He, he could tell you lots of other things I've seen him do too, but uh, we'll come back to that maybe later on in the year somewhere. Thank you guys both very much. Thank you. No, Bob, it's, it's amazing what God is doing all over the place in so many different ways but we have a very important caller is calling in with a message for you it's actually my mom so we got to put her on mom you're on the christian car guy show from illinois today yeah hi son well i just wanted to tell bob that he has my husband's in my deepest sympathy we've never lost a child i can't even imagine the pain but he's an inspiration that he's going on and using it for the glory of God. And I just want to tell him, we love him back here in Illinois, and I always enjoy when he's on the show. hear the show with Rob on it, and uh, the only way I can move forward is that, you know, I know where he is. There was just so many signs before his death, and then uh, after his death, I kept just getting sign after sign, like the sign on Sunday morning, go to church and, and the words on the screen and the, the in the very first song. And and then uh, we were looking for pictures one day to carry, to uh, develop a slideshow with. And uh, I was looking around and I found a, a notebook. I looked it, opened it up, had some pictures in it. Oh, I'll take this notebook. It's got pictures in it. And after further examination in that notebook, his written testimony was in there. And there was a song he had written, uh, while he was up at the farm and uh the name of the song is god's highway and um it's got three verses in the chorus but uh the chorus uh my preacher read the chorus it was his last words as he uh was closing uh the service on the 13th and uh as soon as he the last line is i'm rolling alone down god's highway and as soon as he finished that the train across the street was coming by, and here's the big, oh. the big train horn, wah, wah. And, and just so many people were just so amazed about the the awesome timing of that. And you know, I'm rolling along down God's highway, and then then you hear the train whistle, uh, at, you know, 
pretty distinct in the church. My, I will be honest, I did not uh, hear it myself, but so many people were talking about it. I just, I guess my focus was somewhere else. And the thing that I think, Bob and Mom, is that the folks that don't have Jesus, they don't know if their kids have Jesus. You know, all that is 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 cause for great prayer. I mean, how can we break some yokes out there? Mom, I, I you know, obviously you prayed for me for here. <laughs> which I'm so grateful for. And, 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 and Bob, you know, I was obviously alongside where there are a lot of prayers going up and what, what, what could you tell a parent right now? Who's, you know, they're thinking, well, I, my son gave me the greatest gift he could ever give me. Uh, and that was the peace of mind and the, the blessed assurance I have that he is in heaven. And oh, uh, yeah, that, I, I'm that's just, right. I am so, so, so grateful for that because, like I say, uh, without that, without the folks at the farm, and that's why I'm promoting the rescue mission so animately because, like I say, without the rescue mission, there's no farm. Without the the farm, uh, the things that happened in Rob's life to uh, get him closer to the Lord. And your son spoke to me the other day and he said somebody was asking him, he says, how could somebody go back to something that they know is so bad for them? And uh, I'm telling on your son a little bit here, but he said, how do I, as a diabetic, sit down and eat four donuts? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's temptation and, and sin, you know. And We got to go, Bob, with Mom. Yeah, We're going to be back. You didn't want Mother to know that. <laughs> Sorry, Bob. <laughs> we got more. We got more show coming your way, so stay tuned, please. Okay, bye-bye. And we are breaking yokes today on the Christian Car Guy shell Show. <laughs> we're, not, we're not stepping on any eggshells, we hope. Uh, we certainly, um, it, it's been a difficult show to do, but it, it, it's... But what an awesome song there. This is where the healing begins, brother. It is. It, it is. And there is so much of that song that I could I could spend forever in. And we are going to move to our appraisal by the Real Black Book. But you had said something right at the end of of that last segment that I wanted to talk about a minute. A friend of mine said to me, because we were having that discussion, how could Rob go back to what had happened in his life? And he said, Robbie, he said this to me before I said it to you, was we all die as a result of our own sin. And as I begin to process that and all the things that I do to myself, I went, wow. It, it, it is ways that we're, that we're tripped up and it's a fascinating thing, this yoke-breaking concept. Now, we still have a few minutes left. If you want to call Bob, please do. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in, 866-34-TRUTH. And we're going to move into our appraisal by the Real Black Book. And as I mentioned, <laughs> fasting in January just kind of go together for folks. So why are we talking about yoke-breaking on today's show when Isaiah 58, is? it's a fascinating subject it says that in Isaiah 58 the NIV calls it true fasting and so here it goes Isaiah 58 shout it out loud don't hold back don't hold back Bob <laughs> raise your voice like a trumpet declare it 
my people their rebellion and to the descendants of Jacob their sins. For day after day they seek me out. They seem eager to know my ways as if they were a nation that does what is right and has not forsaken the command of its God. They ask me for just decisions and seem eager. They seem eager to come near. (laughs) And they say, we fasted and we've not seen it. We've humbled ourselves and you hadn't even noticed. Yet on the day of your fasting, you do as you please and you exploit all your workers. Your fasting ends in quarrels and strife. You cannot fast as you do today and expect your voice to be heard on high. Is this the kind of fast I've chosen? Only a day for people to humble themselves? It's only for bowing one's head like a reed? Is this what you call a fast, a day acceptable to the Lord? And here comes the good part, Bob. Here's where he explains what he says is a fast. Is not this the kind of fasting I have chosen? To loose the chains of injustice and to untie the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and break every yoke. Is it not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter when you see the naked to clothe them and not turn away from your own flesh and blood? And this is so cool. Then your light will break forth like the dawn and your healing will quickly appear. And your righteousness will go before you and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Then you will call and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help and he will say, here I am. If you do away with the yoke of oppression, with a pointing finger and malicious talk, and if you spend yourselves in behalf of the hungry and safety. And as I was thinking about that, Bob, I was like, how is that a fast? How is that a fast if I'm breaking the yoke and if I'm doing these kind of things? And I started thinking about what I was talking about last week in Ephesians, that if I started getting off my agenda, off my program, and my darkened, vain imaginations, (laughs) and started thinking about God's agenda, which is to free the people. And when I get off, my agenda is fasting. And in doing so, it's cool that even though I don't do it on purpose, it says your healing will come quickly. As you go about trying to help other people, and that's when the light can come in. Brother, it's just so awesome that you're talking about breaking yokes and feeding the feeding the hungry and helping the oppressed because uh, once again, I'm going to go back to the rescue mission. They, they, that's what they do. They, they feed the hungry. They help the oppressed. They, they help people get from where they are to where they need to be and, and make so many changes in so many lives. And, uh, and not just because they help my son, I, I'm greatly just deeply grateful to them because of what they did for Rob, but getting closer to them and and, the, and their programs and, and learning a little bit more about the whole operation, it's just such a great outfit in it. And they just that's what they do. They they feed the hungry, they help the oppressed, and they, they help, clothe the naked. They, they got all the kinds naked. of hats they, down there for the help, people in the cold. They help to, you know, get people from where they are to where they need to be. And they do it with so much love and so much kindness. And, uh, you know, I went and was, uh, I was pretty, you know, proactive in uh, Rob's time at the farm. And uh, even before it was okay for me to go by and visit with Rob, I, I, I wanted to help and I wanted to, them to know how much I appreciated what they were doing and uh, became really tight with some of the folks up there and Pete and Luke and, and just, the folks are just so, so, so awesome, and uh, they really, really, really made a difference for me, and uh, 
if there's any way I can, I'm going to try to make a difference for them. And the thing I find fascinating, Bob, is the people that are at the rescue mission find themselves where they see their hearts are contrite. They turn and they think that they've hit bottom. And so now they're going to turn. But how many of us are at bottom? We don't even know it. We don't know how, how our yoke is around our neck, whether that's a yoke of car debt or the yoke of some other addiction. And the, 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 the great news is the gospel is for all of us, Bob. That healing is available for everybody. But it's when we <laughs> let the light in, when we, when we turn from our agenda and start to look to God's, and I can't help but see, Bob, the thing I'm praying for as we speak, that, that the Lord would find a way to continue to heal this deep, deep wound that you have to feel through you know, what's going on. And when I was speaking about this is where the healing begins, uh, Yes, I have every reason in the world to throw my hands up and say I'm done, you know. How could you let this happen or anything? I have tried my very best not to ask, even ask the question why. What I'm choosing to do is to make this the most positive thing I can possibly make out of it, and that's my healing. You know, just if I get still, if I get by myself, you know, yeah, I'll be sad and I'll be teared up, but... You know, these opportunities to help and do things and to make a positive out of this, like the young man calling me from Florida this morning that rushed up here to my aid, wouldn't even let me drive around. He was here to drive me around, gave me a best friend's perspective on all the funeral planning. You know, this has touched his heart. It's made a difference in him and, and just our desire to uh, to raise up the rescue mission and 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 just help others and help them help others in, in a way, you know, that, that. And, and the one thing I would be remiss if I didn't mention is the Jesus labor, love free car repair for single moms, widows, families in crisis is a way that the Christian car guy show. We try to reach out for that. And we desperately need volunteers across the country. We need prayer partners. We need people to make phone calls. We need all those. So you, you think, wow, I need some healing. Well, one of the ways that you can heal is by getting on God's agenda. And I would, I would love to in, help you engage in this adventure we have of helping these folks. I can tell you, Bob, to get these phone calls from some of these widows and to hear how God's working in their life, it, 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 it's such a blessing. It's amazing. No matter how large our problems are uh, and how galactically huge they seem, the best therapy for me in any situation, when I get too focused on myself, that's when I'm getting down. And uh, if I find somebody I can help, whether you know it's here or there or somebody at work, helping somebody is the best therapy in the world. It'll get you focused off of yourself and uh, and and just help someone. Reach out and help someone. Thank you for listening to the Christian Car Guy Show. As our listeners so much, I, I appreciate every one of your prayers for Bob. I appreciate. So much you guys listening and, and helping out with the show as you always do. I know Rob is is up there appreciating it. Yeah, Bob. And that was one of his biggest things. He loved to help people, and it's just, you know, it's been laid upon me to carry his desire to help people on. Break some yokes this week. Thank you for listening. <laughs>